Greetings, Carl here. What is the deal with all these people and their really expensive cars in California? Right? That, that's a question I found myself asking a couple weeks ago when we were in California. I just thought, gosh, how, every, everywhere I look, somebody's driving, you know, a, a $100,000 plus car. And it reminded me of how hard it is for us to sort of sort out this whole keeping up with the Joneses thing, right? Because it's, 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 it's so, the, the sort of relative nature of money, there, there's a bunch of really tricky layers to it. And I want to see if I can unpack a few of them, right? I think things start... Well, first of all, I think this idea of spending based on on um, sort of what your neighbor, this idea of keeping up with the Joneses, right, is is um, I think for most of us, it's it's much more insidious than it seems. It's not like in your face. I don't think, oh, well, they have a hundred thousand dollar car. I'm gonna get a hundred and ten thousand dollar car. Like I don't think that. What happens is you just sort of slowly a new baseline creeps into your life where you start thinking oh well John got that car geez and Sally bought that car last week too you know what it's it'd probably be a good idea it's probably okay for me right it just sort of slowly creeps in I think it that's the first important part to understand is it's like a you know you've got to swim upstream to avoid it I was I was also thinking it's like a garden that you know as soon as you get it weeded, a new a new weed shows up, right? But here's here's the the thing I really wanted to cover was we're, we're so here's what I think happens we're competitive well at least I'm competitive and I think you are too, right? We're competitive by nature and we like to sort of measure we're sort of herd animals so we like to measure like how we compare to everybody else in the herd, and and so and I think. I think the unit that we're trying to measure, I think the, the, the thing we're trying to measure is happiness. That's what I think we're trying. Now, we, I, don't, you know, I don't think we're aware of it. I don't think we think, oh, I'm trying to keep up with the Joneses because they're, more ha- they're happier than I am. But I think that's the unit ultimately we're really trying to measure is happiness. And because there's no unit for happy, and I can't walk around and compare my units of happy to your units of happy. <laughs> we substitute we substitute money. Now here's here we got to break this down though because you got to realize like we don't actually we we sort of substitute we think what we're substituting is how much money do they have? And again, right, tricky, 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 because none of us would admit to thinking that having more money makes you happy. None of us would admit to that, but most of us walk around behaving that way. Right? So we, we, we think what we're measuring is, like, broadly speaking, it's money. But what it is specifically is we're, we think we're measuring how much money they have. Okay, now here's the, it's like this just keeps getting, like there's another layer to this onion here. 
I don't know about you, but nobody walks around with a net worth sign flashing above their head. It turns out we don't know how much money they have. All we know is how much money they've spent. And what's so fascinating about this is we don't even know that. Like, they may be borrowing that car. It may be their friend's car. Maybe that person you just saw was the mechanic driving the car while testing the car. And in the end, none of this matters, right? But I think it's really important to unpack it. But let's just say we think we're, okay, happiness. All right, great. How much money do they have? They must have a lot of money. They must be rich. Like, those are the kind of words that you hear come out of your mouth or your kid's mouth or your friend's mouth. Wow, geez, the Jones family must be doing really well. They just bought a new $140,000 water ski boat. They must be doing really well. All we really know, if we know anything at this point, all we really know is that they spent $140,000. And we don't even, like, we don't know whether or not the Jones family is worth it, secretly worth, you know, $100 million and this buy a water ski boat was nothing. And we don't know if they put it on a credit card. Like, we, we know nothing. Maybe $140,000 got left in a will from their father because their father loved water skis water skiing that's what they did as a family he left them hundred and forty thousand dollars with the absolute requirement that it's spent on a mastercraft water ski or even better a wake setter a malibu wake setter right so that they could surf behind the boat that's the only way they could get the hundred and forty thousand dollars <laughs> like we don't know any of that isn't it so so fascinating to me so fascinating to me so so I, I think what it all comes back to is we've got to realize the action, the financial actions of other people should play no role in the narrative running through our heads. And even, even more specifically, the financial actions of other people should play no role in our own financial actions. And that we just have to let that stuff go. I can't tell you how many times I've had this conversation. In a very wealthy community, how many times I've heard other people say, geez, I'm just not doing very well. I was actually in a position in the community where people would come talk to me when they were struggling. And often it was about money because they knew what I did for work, right? Like I'm the guy that writes about this stuff. And they would come talk to me that I'm just not doing very well compared to everybody else in this community. It's just killing me. And I'd be like, you know what, man? You know what's so funny about this? And it was, I don't think this is, it was unfortunately mostly men, was I could say, like, the last guy that just left said the same thing. And the 20 before them just said the same thing. So, wow, we've got to let go. We've got to let go of comparisons based on stuff that we don't even know, right? And I am as guilty as the next person of unwinding that. I just, I, and my trick is to just continually say, I go through this series of questions. I'm like, what, first of all, do you even know if that's true? Like just to point out like the absurdity of the story, right? And then second, does it even matter? First, do you even know it's true? And again, like, it wouldn't matter whether you know it's true or not. But just to point out the absurdity of the story, I told myself, do you even know it's true? Second, just a reminder, like, 
Oh yeah, and it doesn't even matter. Doesn't even matter. I hope you find that helpful. Um, as always, behaviorgap.com is where you can go to, if you like these, you would love the Behavior Gap Weekly Letter. If you like these, you would love that. If you don't like these, you may not like it. <laughs> so go to behaviorgap.com to sign up for that. And as always, uh, hello at Behavior Gap. The email address is open. I love hearing from you, your stories, your reaction, your feedback. Thanks.